0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of No Credentials Required where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We're presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. My name is Ryan McCarthy. I'm one of your hosts. To my right is a man who just missed out on getting a date with Taylor Swift, Dustin Henry. Dustin,
1: how are you doing tonight? I did. I did. I'm doing well, but you know, still recovering because, you know, Taylor said, Hey. Give me, give me a shout out, you know, and Travis swooped right in. I had a nice picnic planned. And Travis, he swooped right in with tickets to the Chiefs game. I couldn't compete with that. I don't, I don't have his wallet. So she opted to go with Travis. Travis. But you know what she gave me, Ryan? She gave you me had the a classic. I did. I did. I you know, it was very good. And what happened is she gave me the classic Marsha Brady. She said something suddenly came up. And then I see her on TV at the Chiefs game, and I'm like, oh, this is what happened. So I'm still recovering, but I'm happy yeah. here to talk Dolomite? football with you, <laughs> Dolomite.
0: <laughs> Take it. Where's Dolomite? Where is he? There he is. All right, Dolomite. What do you guys say to that? Uh, Bitch, are you Mario? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm doing. I'm doing well, other than the massive blow to my uh, self-esteem. How are you, sir? <laughs>
0: Snowman says, "Hey, hey, we're, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. We got we got some special things planned for tonight." Uh, besides snowman saying hey hey but first (laughs) just want to remind you about our social media channels which are on Twitter, Instagram, and the scarcely used TikTok. It's at no creds req, facebook.com forward slash no creds req, youtube.com forward slash at no creds req. You can also find us on Rumble, just search no credentials required. We have five followers now on Rumble, so we can finally live stream. We might be able to just live stream last next week. But in the meantime, if you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube, either on replay or live right now, why don't you go ahead and do us a favor and smash that like button and smash it responsibly. On the podcast side, subscribe to the podcast on whichever podcast platform you prefer, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, iHeart, Tune in whichever platform you're on, subscribe. Also, rate and review. Five-star review is always helpful. A review is also always helpful. And no matter how really awesome and encouraging your review is, or how disgustingly awful and terrible and no good it is, I'm still gonna read it on the air. And because it's a live show, we want you to engage with the show. And Dustin, I know you've been waiting all week to hear that, hear that, hear that sound. Oh, I have. All right. Let's play that sound. Where can I find it? There it is. Yep, that's right. We want your comments, algorithmic engagement comments. That means YouTube can. It's easier for you to find on YouTube. Easier for your friends to find on YouTube. And speaking of YouTube, Dustin,
1: oh. got a surprise
0: for you. Got a couple oh, surprises man. for you. Guess what happened last week? Well, while I was away on a men's retreat, I was out of town. I was out of cell service. I was out of you. I was out of. I was out of Wi-Fi. Guess what happened? We hit. Did we hit the three? We did yes. it! Three hundred yes. YouTube subscribers. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed. We really, really do appreciate it. Friends, family, enemies—we <laughs> don't care. We just we're just happy you're subscribing. Hopefully, it gets us more and more noticed every single week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I, I gotta do this. I asked our buddy Cole Johnson for a special favor this afternoon. I, I, I gotta do some dancing. All right. Yeah. I, I gotta do some dancing. 300 subscribers, folks. Here's our praise dance.
1: Spirit movie, dust and I had to play it. They really had they really had it going in there. You know, and I and I was just listening, I couldn't help it. I'm like, man, this is a nice tight kick drum sound. The tr- they had it going <laughs> on in there. They mixed it well. <laughs> I love God. I love black gospel churches. This yeah, awesome. man. They're the they, they had some moves going and we thank and we thank everybody for you know just the, the celebration for 300 subscribers. Big deal for us. And uh, hopefully we just keep going up. And uh, yeah, I'd like to mission thank you. Now, for,
0: the mission, next mission is five
1: hundred. Next, the next target yeah. is five hundred. The drive for there by five. The end of the and I'd like to thank you for uh, bringing me along for some of this ride here. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Thank you for joining me, Dustin. I appreciate it. We've yeah. got we got ourselves a nice groove going on with the show, and you're you've been a big part of it for over the past year. And can't thank you enough for being along on the ride with the ride. And we hope the ride continues. So, yeah. And, and snowman says, congratulations. Yeah, man. I wanted to say it yesterday on snowman, um, on my appearance on snowman in the morning, but said, you know what? You know what? No, I, I gotta wait. I gotta wait till we ha- we go on live. I wanted to, I wanted to tell Dustin, want to let him know. Cause he didn't know about it until I told him.
1: Uh, yeah. Just now, just yeah. Now. Yeah. That's a, and And then, you know, part of it is, uh, you know, some of my reactions, people are like, aren't you surprised? And I'm like, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm a little, I'm a little shocked too, you know, because we've been, we've been going on a, a steady growth rate here. So I'm hoping that we yep. can keep it going.
0: Me too. Me too. But in the meantime, Dustin, we got some NFL to talk about. We got to talk about week three in the NFL and first things first we got to talk about our biggest upset and i'm pretty sure you agree with me that the biggest upset this week was the arizona cardinals handing the dallas cowboys their first l of the season and you know what the spirit's moving i got i gotta dance i gotta right. dance <laughs>
1: All right, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> they got some moves though. I can't dance like that. No, I right? can't
0: dance like that yeah. either. Yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I never I never went. I mean, I grew up in church. I never went to a church like that. I mean <laughs> no,
1: <come> no <laughs> our church, my my church uh, um, uh, attendance, the, the overall feel was a little more somber than that, you know. <laughs> yeah, yikes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about the NFL Week Three biggest upset. I have, and I'm pretty sure you have, uh, the 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 Cardinals beating the Cowboys. Shockingly, shock, and not just by a couple points.
1: Yeah, beating them by twelve. Yeah. This is this is. I and I mean the thing is the thing is, and in parts of this episode, I'm 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 spoiling how I feel, uh, for some parts later in the show. Parts of this episode are going to seem like I'm hating on the Cowboys. I am not hating on the Cowboys, but you can't go out. This is unquestionably the biggest upset in the NFL this week, and this was yep. a week where there were some other upsets. Yep. Um, you know, the the Colts beating the Ravens was a big upset. The yep. the in my opinion, the Texans taking down the Jags was a big upset. But as soon as this happened, I immediately changed everything. I if you could see my notes, I kept. Xing it out and putting a new game in there. Um, yeah, yeah right. th- this this was this was shocking and just overall, I'd like to say shout out to the Cardinals for playing because everybody, including myself, wrote them off, said they were going to be the worst team in the NFL this year, and I still believe in my heart of hearts that they will be. But they are playing well for Coach uh, Jonathan Gannon, so hats off to him. Hats off to his staff. Hats off to the players because the ownership clearly threw in the towel on the season, but the players aren't listening to them. No, and this team was supposed to be Tank City. This was Mm -hmm. supposed to be – they were
0: on their way to Tank Town. All right, Everybody had them left for dead because Kyler Murray, Call of of Duty, Kyler Murray, (laughs) Corporal Commander, was out for at least the first eight weeks of the year, and they had Josh Dobbs in there. Josh Dobbs, who has been with four teams – uh, in his career, University yeah. of Tennessee graduate, uh, he he's been their quarterback. He's been their guy. He's kept them in on offense every single game this season. Mm-hmm. And this is a fun. And I would throw in the Colts the same. They were the same way. They were yes. on their way to Tank Town because Jonathan Taylor refused to play. Mm-hmm. They had a rookie quarterback, and they had a lot of the other stars returning that kind of were out, were out last year. But they also have a younger team with a new head coach, and they're two and one. Yes. So the Cardinals and the Colts right now they're competing for uh, I would say non-tank town uh, team of the year so far. Yeah, but they ca- but, but the, ca- the Cardinals being the Cowboys at home, it, it, and it, I'm sure there were uh, the Cardinals fans were outnumbered by Cowboys fans by at least twenty percent at at at, at, mo- at best. Yeah, uh, but. And and you can see what and you see what happened with the Cowboys the first two weeks of the season they were amazing on mm-hmm. both offense and defense oh of course they couldn't do anything right on the other side of the ball this week
1: yeah yeah and the thing is too look at look at the blueprint because a lot of people a lot of people are throwing early dirt on the Giants uh this season but at least the the blueprints for this game were kind of the same the Cardinals jumped on the Giants early too we all saw it. The difference yes. was the Giants lit themselves up and came out ready to play the second half and they pulled off an amazing comeback. The Cow- the Cardinals jumped on the Cowboys early and they couldn't Dallas couldn't rally back. They couldn't rally back yeah. and I, and I guess I'll just I'll just kind of do it now. I'll segue into my biggest disappointment of of week 3 is the Dallas Cowboys as a team. You cannot go one for five in red zone opportunities against the Cardinals. You only score one T D and Dak throws a horrific pick to end, you know, to end the Cowboys' hopes. And also the Dallas defense, as we have both extolled the virtues of the Dallas defense on this show because they look like world beaters the first two weeks. They allowed 182 rushing yards to the Cardinals. In the first half, they allowed 172 combined rushing yards in their first two games. And the Cardinals dropped more than that on them in the first half. Fifty-five of those yards came from Josh Dobbs at QB, who, as you pointed out, has played well. Because I, you know, I was just like, oh geez, when when the Cardinals let Colt McCoy go before the season, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be terrible. And Hey, they jumped all over them, and the Cowboys, a lot of a lot of Cowboys fans are going to come out and say, why aren't we considered an elite team? We're an elite team, blah, 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 you know, everything. If you want to be considered ooh, an elite ooh, team, I know, I know, I know, I know I, why. Ryan, I will call on you. <laughs> Thank
0: you, Mr. Henry. I know why. Because they beat the teams they're supposed to be. They beat the teams you don't think they'll beat. And they don't beat the teams they're supposed to beat. They always, yes. and they always play. And and in the words of my friend, Victor Locke, or as I call him, Bickela. I'll have to have him on
1: sometime on, on a Saturday brunch episode. Mm-hmm. They play down to their opponents. Yes. Yes. You hit the nail on the head. You get a yes. gold star this week. Gold star for you. I'm going to praise dance. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, well, thank you to Cole uh, for whipping that up because I got a feeling we're going to be using that quite a bit. <laughs> oh, for sure, for
0: sure. I wanted to use it last week if the Jets had beaten the Patriots, but unfortunately, oh, that man. didn't happen. But they're not my biggest disappoint- disappointment. I've mm-hmm. I've gone through that motion before. I've cleaned. I've I wiped that slate clean. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a tired Jets fan, and praise the Lord, hockey season starts in two weeks. <laughs> my biggest, my biggest disappointment this week. Was the Washington Commanders?
1: Oh yeah, um,
0: they yeah. were laid an egg, a, a, an ostrich. I would say a, a dinosaur-sized egg at home against the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. I had Sam, pa- I had Sam, Sam Howell <laughs> as my player to watch this week. And what does he do? He throws two interceptions, mm-hmm. including a pick six, and. They were inside the Bills 15 yard lines, 15 yard line twice.
1: Yeah. They turn
0: it turned over on downs and they and they throw that interception. That basically sealed the game. Not only that, but they also had that 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 pick six. And they turned the ball over six times.
1: Yeah. Six yeah. Time. You can't be doing that. And, and I'm with you. Um, Had the Cowboys not done what they did as a unit, um, I would have gone with this game as well, because if you remember from last week's show, that was my most intriguing uh, matchup. I wanted to see how the commanders would stack up against the bills and uh, they, they came out flat to say the least. And also, the Bills' defense made a statement. They said, "Hey, don't forget about us."
0: Yeah, uh, the Bills—they've uh, won two in a row. They're to gonna, they gonna play the Dolphins this week. It's a very important game, especially mm-hmm. in 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 conference and excuse me in division play. Yeah,
1: interdivision. But yeah,
0: yeah. The Buffalo Bills proved that they're still they're still elite. They're still mm-hmm. the elite team. They're. I mean, after that loss to the Jets, they've come out. They've steamrolled the Raiders. They steamrolled the Commanders. Now they got the. Dolphins, the most hated, do, most hated dolphins. Look, I don't begrudge. I can't. I can no longer begrudge Bills fans because I'm related to one. <laughs> mostly, mostly because I'm related to one, but also because we both share a hate, a mutual hatred for the New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> so I'll be rooting for two teams this week. I'll be rooting for my Jets, who mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure will get slapped around by the Kansas City Chefs. And I'll be rooting for the Buffalo Bills to slap the taste out of the Miami Dolphins' mouth.
1: <laughs> a very like food-themed, like, uh, you know, chefs and taste. You got a lot going on. But, uh, hey, man, you st- Yeah, I'm making
0: that gumbo. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Making that gumbo. I'm making that gumbo. Speaking of making gumbo, most entertaining game. And this, this is going to be a surprise to a lot of people, uh, to a lot of people who I know. I had the Colts and the Ravens as the most entertaining game this week, because again, as I mentioned in the first, in, in our first segment about the biggest upset, this qualified as one of the bigger upsets of the week. And again, I thought Indianapolis is going to be in, in, going a uh, one way trip to tank town, but they're proving that they're, they've showed fights over the last, over their first three games. They mm-hmm. won, and they've won their, they won two games in a row. Uh, you know, this was this game went well into overtime. Both teams turned the ball over on downs, including a very controversial what, no call on pass interference on fourth down. Uh, the Ravens had the ball. Colts get the ball back, and Matt Gay walks it off with a fifty-four, yard, with a fifty-three-yard field goal to win it for the Indianapolis Colts in a in a conference showdown. So, got to give it to the Colts. Showed some fight and 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 we're proving ourselves right with Lamar Jackson that yeah uh he, doesn't matter it doesn't matter who you bring in as your offensive coordinator mm-hmm. he's going
1: to run the ball regardless yeah he's going to do he's going to do what he does best you know and and Lamar he, let's not get it twisted uh he he has talent to pass the ball i remember when people were coming out um, when when Lamar was drafted, they're saying, "Oh, he's he's never going to be an accurate passer. He can be one. We've seen he it. Can be. Yeah. We we've, we've seen him pass the ball, but it doesn't. I'll tell you, if I was playing quarterback and I had the athletic ability that he does with his legs, I'd use that a lot too. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. And they they brought in Odell Beckham Jr.
1: Yeah, he they was – brought ho- in Tate. Kane.
0: Yeah, he brought in Tay Flowers to be guys on the outside who could stretch the field for Lamar Jackson and Todd Munkin's offense, but Gus Edwards goes down. Not a lot of depth on running back. I'm surprised they haven't picked up Leonard Fournette. He's still out there.
1: Yeah, they got to pick up somebody because poor J.K. Dobbins, too, going down week one after he he was finally healthy and just, oh, man. Feel you feel for the guy, you feel for the guy. This is like the second year this has happened. Yeah, what about you, Dustin? What was your most entertaining game this week? Well, my most entertaining game was uh the most entertaining game for all the wrong reasons. That (laughs) I have it, I have it as Chargers Vikings just because it was mystifying. It, it, It was mystifying. Brandon Staley, or as you like to call him, the Brandon Copperfield, I think it was. Or Staleyfield. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. Brandon uh,
0: Staleyfield.
1: Yeah, Staley Field. Yeah, he he did his best to make the this lead disappear. Even the announcers at one point, I was watching this game via the Red Zone channels. Shout out to Scott Hansen and all the good folks at Red Zone. Um seven hours of commercial free football <laughs> starts now, baby. Yes. Even the announcers. In the game, we're saying that one of them said both teams made enough mistakes to lose this game. And that for sure, that was the narrative of the game. That's that's such an indictment on both coaches. I I know. But the problem is the problem is that the Vikings were the masters of snatching uh, defeat from the jaws of victory this week. The last drive of the game, Kirk Cousins, he's driving down the field. You're like, okay, the Chargers are going to lose another one late. Kirk is going to find a way to get his Vikings into the end zone. It's going to be fine. They have 30 seconds left. They have no timeouts. The Vikings got up. And started started uh, you know assembling together and getting the line getting up to the line for the play like it was the first quarter and it was the second series of the game. They had no yeah. sense of urgency, and I'm thinking to myself, why are they not running? And then they didn't even clock the ball either because it's like, all right, maybe maybe they got a little hung up trying to set up. Maybe they'll clock the ball. They had 30 seconds left, and they got off one snap, one snap in the NFL. I've seen team I've seen teams get three plays out with that with with that amount of time. It was just unbelievable. Unbelievable. It, You know, and and the the fact that the Chargers
0: went for it on fourth and two, yes, inside their twenty-five yard line with less than a minute to go, yes, Uh, was only up by four. Yeah, show you
1: you, Brandon
0: Staley is not an NFL head
1: coach. No, he's horrific. And the thing, and then and then I was thinking uh, because 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 on the series that I'm talking about, where the Vikes would go on to lose. Kevin O'Connell did, he went for it on fourth down and the Vikings got it. So I'm like, okay, this is right. going to be the difference. You know, this, this is why the bikes are going to win this thing. But then they had that horrific clock management at the end of the game. No sense of urgency. These two teams. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, at least
0: it was, I mean, half of Minnesota is dead because of heart attacks after having watched that game. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Man. I mean, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, it's basically the immovable force versus the, it was the, uh, immovable force versus the inanimate, uh, the uh, inanimate object or whatever it's called. The, uh, unbreakable, unmovable object. I, I, I don't know. My, my analogies are, are, are,
1: well, yeah. Are shot. And, but and, you but you in know, terms uh, of,
0: in terms of coaching, I mean, I don't, I don't I don't fault Kevin O'Connell. I don't have enough mm-hmm. I don't I don't have enough on him to really indict him for terrible decisions.
1: I do have enough on Brandon Staley because we know yeah. his resume. You have a dossier on Brandon Staley, and I'm gonna say something. And it, I hope people don't cut this out, but I'm gonna say it. Brandon Staley is like herpes, he just keeps coming back. You're you're just wondering, you're like, how does he still have a job? <laughs> he just keeps coming back. He is so <laughs> lucky that, that the Spanos family are his owners because because I don't think there would be many other owners, they would have had their fill by now. Jeez. And uh, I, and th- I was trying to think brought, of a better analogy. That comparison. But I
0: that comparison brought me back to Dave Chappelle's episode yes. when he goes to the when he goes to the when he goes to the hood and the and, and the clap comes back. He goes, Oh
1: hey Dave Chappelle, good to see you again. Yeah. Dirty mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Knee high park. That's a great sketch. Knee High Park. the yeah. best sketches ever.
0: <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick commercial the first commercial break of the show, but when we come back, we'll talk more about week three of the NFL, and then we'll talk about week four in the NFL. So stay tuned for no credentials required. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from No Credentials Required here to tell you about Mahler Brothers Golf. We all want to look good in the golf course, but it often comes at the expense of feeling good. Mahler Brothers Golf has polos that look good and feel good. With their lightweight and stretchy material that hugs your body, you will feel cool while looking just as cool. Their polos are guaranteed to make you look better, but it's up to you to golf better. On a hot summer's day on the golf course, there's no polo that you would rather wear than Mahler Brothers Golf Signature Polo. Mahler Brothers Golf has a large catalog of polos with designs for those who want a loud design and others for those who want a subtle and sleek looking design. They also have fun t-shirts, hats, tumblers, and so much more to make your golfing experience better. Head to MahlerBrothers.com. It's M-A-H-L-E-R-B-R-O-S. Use promo code BELLYUP at checkout for 15% off. That's right, folks. Get yourself some superior golf gear, whether it's a polo, a t-shirt, a tumbler, a hat. They now have coffee. I'm going to have to get myself some uh, some some Mahler Brothers golf coffee. Uh, it's available at Mahlerbros.com. Mahler it's M-A-H-L-E-R-B-R-O-S.com. Use promo code BELLYUP at checkout for 15% off your order. I'm going to try to order myself a polo and some coffee soon because even though winter, even though fall is coming and there's not much golf, you still need a polo to look pretty decent when you're going out somewhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I might have you send me that commercial when it's uh, in the dead of winter. That commercial's got some good summer vibes. These, these, these Muller brothers, they're into everything, man. This is, great. I'm going to have to try some of these. I'm going to have to try some of the coffee. I'm going to have to get a polo myself. And uh, yeah, I just, where do they find the time? I know, right? I mean Josh and Josh and his brother are just they're
0: nailing it. They're nailing yeah. It. Oh yeah. Mahler sure. Brothers Golf. Mahler Brothers Golf. M-A-H-L-E R B R O S dot com. Belly up for 15% off your order. Let's continue week week three. Dustin, most notable notable performance of this week. And I'm gonna have you lead off for this one. What was the most what was the most notable performance to you?
1: All right. Well, it seems like I have a theme this week, but I, I, I tell you it wasn't intentional, but When a team drops 70 points on another, I got to pick them. The Miami Dolphins, I'm picking the whole offense because they destroyed the Denver Broncos. They dropped 70 on them. Uh, Each of the running backs, I'm talking Raheem Mostert and Devontae A. Chain, they each had four touchdowns apiece. Tyreek Hill had a 60-yard touchdown to start the game. Uh, I sat down at 105 to start watching red zone. I was a little late getting started and uh, I turned on red zone and the Dolphins had already scored. And um, Tua Tua only missed three pass attempts in this entire game. He went 23 of 26. His yardage total was 309 yards. He had four touchdowns. It was an absolute clinic. The Miami Dolphins – It was Madden numbers out there. So you got, I mean, I I had to pick them when I saw this performance, this absolute mauling of the Denver Broncos. That's my best performance of the week. How about you? Well, I alluded to this in the most entertaining game, but I had Matt Gay
0: as my most normal, normal performance of the week. Went five for five, scored 15 of the Colts, 22 points in this game. Including that walk-off field goal, but most important, most impressively, four of those five field goals were within fifty plus yards. Yeah, including including the walk-off game winner.
1: Yeah, I mean the thing is, we're entering a. I feel like we have a bit of a new era for NFL kickers because remember when like a kicker would hit like a a kick over 50 yards? Like it'd be a huge deal if they hit a 50-yard kick. And now kickers like Justin Tucker, I mean, I still put him. He's probably the best kicker in the NFL. He's hit a lot of crazy kicks over the years, but it's becoming routine for some kickers to go out there and hit, like, 53-yard field goals, 57-yard field goals. It, it It's impressive. Well, today is the anniversary of Justin Tucker calling the game
0: against the Lions, hitting a walk-off 66-yard field goal yeah. that bounced off the crossbar <laughs> and went over, much to the chagrin and dismay
1: of the Ford Field crowd. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, I still, now that, you know, a lot of people used to say that Adam Vinatieri was the most clutch kicker in the NFL. He made a lot of big kicks, but Adam, you know, and he made a lot in weather and stuff, but especially when he was kicking for the Colts and he was a little older, he did not have the range, but he was just, he was just elite because the situation never rattled him. But some of these kickers that are coming out, you know, people, a lot of times they like to think, about kicker as an afterthought, but Matt Gay proved it, as you alluded to. If not for Matt Gay, the Colts do not come away with that victory. He was instrumental, and he made big kicks to get them there.
0: Yeah, and some say field goals don't win games. For some teams it does, like in this game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, we're moving on to hottest individual take of the week, and this is sort of football-related. I'm going to come out and say it. Travis Kelsey is eventually going to be a theme of a Grammy Award winning Taylor Swift song.
1: I'm calling it. Yeah, I I like your percentages based on (laughs) Is Calling it. All right. Say it again, Taylor. I had a heck of a picnic picnic planned, but you'll never know. I know, right? (laughs) You made a tart? You some- me, there were some teardrops on my guitar because of that. Shake it off, Dustin. It yeah, off. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying.
0: I even, I even wrote lyrics. I, I give her a head start. I wrote lyrics on my Twitter account as to what as to what this song's gonna sound like. All right. Here we go. All right. Let, here we go. All right. So let me just scroll down here. Ah, here we go. So, Taylor Swift, you're welcome. First down was a great date. Second down, and it was just fate. Third down, I said just wait, but fourth down, it was too
1: late. Oh man, I can I can hear it. I can hear it. You you're, you're welcome, Taylor. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> He's done. He you got the chorus right there. He's done like the big the. No, big that's the first verse. No, that's the first. Ver- that's the first. Oh, verse. that's just a verse. Okay, okay. Although it sounded it like a chorus, chorus to me. It, could, it, be the, it could be the chorus, but yeah, yeah you're was, welcome, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty hooky. It was pretty. Hooky. I could
0: be. I, I could be one of the ten songwriters on every single one of your pop songs that you have since <laughs> ever since become a pop star. <laughs> Dustin, what about you? What was your? I uh, actually, we actually have a comment in the chat from our friend Wonka. The I want to get to that and just uh, before we get to. Oh your, yeah. Uh, biggest uh, for your hottest takeaway. Uh, he's he asks, "Can my biggest disappointment be a team that finally won one?" Joe Burrow does not look right immobile and un- unable to launch the deep ball. Could Cincinnati make the, pl- miss the playoffs? Yeah. I I mean, in question.
1: Yeah. And I, I have to say, I have to agree with Wonko on this one. Cincinnati's in trouble and Joe Burrow definitely does not look like himself out there. And if they don't have Joe Burrow, rest of the team is rest of the team is good. Uh, but the offense runs through Joe Burrow. He makes it all yeah. work. So that's that's yeah, big that, problems. And I think they that, could miss. Yeah, that that calf injury is looking
0: is looming large right now. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Even though they got the win yesterday. It just they don't look they don't look as high powered as they usually as they have been, especially last year.
1: No, the Rams hung with them. I was watching that game. It was yeah.
0: So Dustin, let's get back to it. What's your hottest individual take from this week in NFL week three?
1: All right. Well, I'm going to say it. And some people could say this is probably overreaction theater on my part, but I don't think so. And I don't, uh, just like with the Cowboys earlier, I let me preface this. I don't quite have a grudge against Sean Payton, but after some of his preseason comments, I'm starting to have one. He is not the savior in Denver. He, um, he, The offense has not looked a lot of people, including myself. I thought he would bring some stability to that offense, but after throwing, uh, Nathaniel Hackett under the bus, who I think Nathaniel's got his own problems. I'm not sure if the whole gold zone thing works yet to be determined. Uh, I don't know how much of Hackett's success was tied to Aaron Rodgers, but we will find out. Um, After throwing Hackett under the bus, Sean Payton certainly hasn't come in and lit the thing on fire. And to make all those comments and then have the team look nearly as pedestrian. And let's not forget, last year for all the uh, complaints against Nathaniel Hackett and his staff, that Broncos defense was a great unit, especially to end the season in the NFL. Uh, I don't know what happened under Sean Payton, but – That Broncos defense looks horrible. They can't stop anybody anymore, and uh, you can't blame that on the previous coaching staff because you're here now, and you didn't really change any of the players, to my knowledge. And Sean Payton, he always kind of has this, like, smug look on the sidelines. He likes to be a little vocal. Um, I'm going to say it. I'm going to shout out one of my best friends. To quote one of my best friends, Chris, uh, Sean Payton likes the smell of his own farts. The rest of us, we don't. We don't. Okay. Your onside no, we kicks, don't. your onside kicks are getting old. You should probably focus on not making comments about other coaching staffs because clearly yours is in dif- disarray. And maybe go back to the drawing board with your offense because Russell Wilson is part of the problem. But it's your responsibility to fix it, and it's not all on Russ. A lot of it's on you, Sean Payton. So there we go. Broncos country let's ride <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh Sean I think ever since Sean Payton said that remark as myself I said to myself oh my goodness this is he's gonna have a rough rough time I mean yeah you're right Dustin what paper bag can play better defense than what his defense did last week in Miami that yeah. was atrocious- mm-hmm. that was atrocious Well, we're going to take another quick break. We come back we're going to talk about everything we're looking forward to in week four in the NFL. So stay tuned for more No Credentials Required. Hey, everyone. It's Ryan from No Credentials Required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at Fully Sports. Even if you're a lowly Jets fan like myself, there's still tickets available for the. I looked on SeatGeek yesterday just mm-hmm. to see what tickets were were like for for future games, and the division matchups are always a little bit expensive. But right now, I think the top ticket for, I mean, the the top price ticket for their game against Atlanta in December mm-hmm. I think it was 34 bucks, oh, which is wow. a pretty good bargain, especially since you can buy multiple tickets and save. 20 20 bucks off your first order of $50 with promo code BELLYUPSPORTS sports at checkout. And again, hockey season's coming up, baseball season if your teams in the playoffs not like our New York Yankees, they were limited limited yesterday. They baseball playoffs are coming soon, basketball season starting, college football is in is is in the mix. Get yourself some good tickets to some good games out there, take your family to a game, take yourself to a game. Treat yourself, you know, take a friend to a game. Go to seakeek.com Belly Up Sports at checkout. $20 off your first order of $50 or more. NFL Week 4, what we're looking forward to. We're going to start with the most intriguing matchup. Dustin, I'm going to have you lead off for this discussion. What's the most intriguing matchup in your mind for NFL Week
1: 4? All right. Well, for me, uh, there's a lot of divisional matchups next week, some good-looking some good ones. Uh, but for me, it's got to be it's got to be Dolphins Bills, and it's for mm. two reasons. One, I want to see if the Dolphins can keep up this this crazy pace that they've been they've been on uh, to start the season. And the as I stated, and as you pointed out, um, the Buffalo Bills defense made a statement against the Commanders, and so I want to see those two units: the Dolphins offense and the Bills defense. Face off against each other. And I also want, I think it'll be a competitive game, but I am a little concerned. I'll be watching Josh Allen extra carefully uh, this week because I want to see if the Dolphins get off to a fast start against Buffalo, will Josh Allen revert to some of the hero ball tactics that I think he has and, 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 Mm. and make some mistakes, you know, trying to do too much because I think he has a tendency to do that. So I kind of answered two questions in one there, but that's my most intriguing matchup. And it's always good to see interdivisional matchups there. are some of the best out there. Uh, what's your most intriguing matchup? I have a feeling that you might've picked another one. I was very interested in.
0: Yeah, I've got the, uh, I've got Ravens Browns as my most intriguing matchup because you got two elite defenses, the Browns are starting to. I mean, look, the Browns are who the Browns are, but mm-hmm. after the way they destroyed and dismantled the Tennessee Titans last week, I'm starting oh, to yeah. kind of get curious about this team. Even though Deshaun Watson has the worst throws I've ever seen <laughs> on a football on an NFL football field, holy God, um, Cleveland's defense is legit. Oh yeah, they're legit it's a legit defense and miles Garrett's starting to warm up. He's starting to get warm. He's got four and a half sacks so far this season in three games, had a couple sacks in this game. Uh, and you know, I, I'm just kind of curious to see what they do against the, the, the uh, Baltimore Indians. I want to see if the Ravens can bounce back, especially against this defense and see what Lamar Jackson does. Maybe he'll throw, maybe he'll actually throw some passes in this game. We're not really sure, <laughs> but, I, but I'm curious to see, uh, most curious to see which quarterback will screw it up for their team. Will it be to Sean Watson with those wacky backward passes or will Lamar Jackson not do enough to help his team win this game?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a match uh, It's a matchup. I am interested in as well. I almost picked it, but then I was, you know, I'm looking at the schedule. I saw the bills dolphins on there. Uh, but yeah, I am interested in this game for all of the reasons that you said And also, uh, I did pick the Browns to be a wild card team this year. So I knew, like I said, Browns defense is not as elite as uh, some of the others. Like, I I still think the New York Jets – a lot has been made about the offense surrounding them. I think the Jets still have a better defense than the Browns, but I don't think there's many other teams that have a better defense than the Browns because simply because Miles Garrett is that good, he can take over a game if, if if he starts getting to the quarterback. And he even on the hits where he, I saw a lot of the Titans game, and on the, on the plays where he didn't get to the quarterback, he caused a lot of havoc, a lot of uh, QB hurry-ups, hits. He's he's a very talented player for sure. And they have other pieces on that defense as well. They're kind of – they're not sneaky. I think more people know about them, not like the Saints defense, but the Browns defense is for real. They are for real. It's a good, it's a good defense. It's a good defense. And for week four, Desperation
0: City, and I'll lead off with this one. I've got the Jacksonville Jaguars kind of in Desperation City last week, li- right now. Uh, they head to London for the first. They head to London for the first international game. Uh, it's kind of a de facto home game for them because Shad Khan is from the London area, so he wants to kind of make the Jaguars London's team. Although the Jets have something to say about it, hmm. uh, but the Jaguars are off to a slow start. And especially after being upset last week against Houston CJ Stroud might be rookie of the year right now this yeah. discussion is coming down the road It'll be another discussion but this team I think I think they're getting desperate I think they're getting desperate well a lot of they were the consensus pick to win the AFC South last year that was based on their performance coming up late in the season uh, when they beat Tennessee in the last game of the year then they beat the Chargers they came with the epic comeback against the Chargers. But again, it's, it's mostly Brandon Staley doing his thing, um, <laughs> but still, and they took it to the Chiefs in the AFC divisional, in the divisional playoff. So consensus pick to win this division this year, one and two start so far, they've lost their last two. They lost against a very good Chiefs team. They were surprised against Houston at home against Houston, yeah. that 85 yard <laughs> run back for a touchdown by the up man yeah by the pullback. state yeah fullback by the fullback so i've got the jacksonville jaguars kind of in desperation city right now i think they have to win to get back on track before uh, i think things start to unravel but that's just my that's my thing uh
1: what's your what's your desperation city pick of the week well, that's a very good that's a very good pick, and I'd be with you if it wasn't for the division that the Jaguars are in. <laughs> I, uh, you know, um, if it wasn't for the the division that the Jaguars are in, I think they would be in, in some real trouble. They have a chance to right the ship, though. My Desperation City uh, pick is it's uh it's the vikings versus the panthers and it's because the vikings better find a way to beat the panthers because the playoffs are already a remote possibility because they've started 0 and 3 but if they don't beat the panthers who if i'm not mistaken will be without Bryce Young for the second consecutive week although Andy Dalton did did come out against the Seahawks i was i was holding my breath in that game for a little while there but yeah. Um, if the Vikings don't beat the Panthers, uh heads will start to roll in Minnesota, and there might be some trades that happen. There might be a coaching change. Again, we've reiterated on the show countless times. We never root for anybody to lose their job, but changes are coming know. in Minnesota if they don't pull off Except for, Except for Brennan Staley. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can – Pick rocks, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure Charger fan out there will say the same thing. Oh yeah. But, no, I would agree. I would agree that the Vikings, there. If they go 0-4, there's going to be some decisions I'll have to make down the road that will say they'll have to say, well, are we going to have to rebuild or we're going to do some retooling? Are we going to lose out the rest of the year because there's some pretty good quarterbacks that are coming out of the NFL draft this year out there. Probably gonna de- declare. Caleb Williams is one. Uh Drake May from North Carolina is another. Uh I'm trying to remember the quarterback's name from from Notre Dame. Sam. He was a transfer from Wake Forest. So I'm trying to remember his name. Real time research. Real time yep. research. <laughs> yep. Who gets to it faster? Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sam Hartman. Yeah, there's some there's a good crop of quarterbacks. There's a Pretty good quarterbacks coming out of the NFL. that are going to be in the NFL draft this year. And plus you got to think Kirk Cousins is, is in his last, in the last year of his contract. Yeah. If they go zero and four and all of a sudden they're looking in the mirror at during their, and their bye week are they saying to themselves, you know what? It's time to cut ties. He's on his, he's on, it's his contract year. Mm-hmm. We got to let him go somewhere where he can win. Or has, yeah. has has the best chance to win, and this game, if they lose to Carol, Carolina Panthers,
1: mm-hmm.
0: this is going to be a this is going to be a,
1: a a a man in the mirror moment for the Vikings, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure. And and why not? If they lose this game, why not try to trade Kirk while you can get some some uh, some value for him? There's yeah. QB hungry teams out there. Yeah, get a third
0: round pick, get a second round pick at best. I don't think you're going to get a first-round pick for Kirk no. Cousins.
1: No, those days are gone.
0: Those days are gone. Those days are gone. So, no, it, it's going to be an interesting game to watch for sure. Coming up now is the We Would Rather Drink <laughs> Castor Oil Than Watch This Game. Wonko, you said it. I'm kind of intrigued by how the bad the Broncos-Bears game might get. That's my castor oil drink uh, game of the week is uh, that <laughs> game. 0-4 oh, Broncos versus the 0-4 oh, bear Owen oh, 3 Broncos versus the 0-4 oh, Bears. Both teams just got the beat the breaks beat off them mm-hmm. last week. 1 by 50, one by 31 to arguably two of the best offenses in the league right now in Kansas City and in Miami. I there's a lot of turmoil going on in Chicago. I guess their offensive mm-hmm. coordinator, he resigned. Uh, because of some highly illegal activity that has was rumored to have been going on, apparently oh, um, the the FBI raided his house. Wow! Uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's he's crazy. got problems. Yeah, oh, yeah. I would resign too if uh, if my house got invaded by the feds. Plus, you got Sean Payton, who, as you said, uh, Dustin uh, is the most smug zero three coach you've ever seen on an NFL sideline. Yeah. And if this game ends in a tie, I will not be surprised at all. Yeah. At all. <laughs> it and could
1: I'm pretty happen.
0: And sure, I, I know there's a lot, I know there's Broncos fans in my life that need a hug, especially after Sunday. They might need, especially after last Sunday in Miami, they may need another hug after this Sunday. And having to witness, I, I, I would be curious, I want to see. Want to see what the over under is for how many times NFL red zone cuts to that game.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but I'm kind of I'm kind of intrigued. It's gonna be like a it's gonna be like a car crash. You can't look away, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Brain wreck full of dumpster fires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's your what's your what's your what which game would you rather drink castor oil than watch this week?
1: Well. <sighs> While I do think the Bears Broncos game is probably going to be worse overall, you and Wonko hit the nail on the head with with that one. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta go Chiefs Jets uh, for a lot of the yes. same reasons that I chose Chiefs Bears last week. I just the disparity between offenses. Um, it's gonna be. It's gonna be wide. It's going to be wide, no matter who starts at quarterback for the New York Jets, because yeah. you know that big that big Trevor Simeon signing. I I just don't know. They had other they had other options, but you know I'm not educated on the team. This coaching staff seems to like if you're a quarterback with previous experience with this coaching staff and, and this regime, they like bringing you in for some reason, yeah. but. And this is the second tenure
0: of Trevor Simeon in a Jets uniform. The first one wasn't that great because of who his coach was. Yeah. And I guess he's a little bit more familiar with the Nathaniel Hackett system. Um, I made a prediction last night on not victory Monday. I mm-hmm. said the Jets would keep the Chiefs close for the first three quarters, especially with the defense that they have. But eventually the offense would peter out. The defense would peter out and the The game would just get out of hand in the fourth quarter. And yeah. I, I think the, the Chiefs would pull away. I, I would guess the, the, the spread right now is 9.5. The over-under is 42. I would say take the over, but also take the points and then some for the Chiefs. I think they win by at least double digits. And I'm saying this as a Jets fan. You know, yeah. I mean, you can go back and watch or listen to what I said last night and – You'll 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 understand how I how myself and Dan feels about this team right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, let me tell you, I caught the end of the episode because I got back from bowling and I noticed you were live, so I I went in there and uh, you 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 held it together a little bit more. I mean, Dan just looked dejected, you know, defeated. He poor guy, yeah. poor guy. Yeah. But for still your love sake, him, he's my, still love him. He's my buddy. But oh yeah. yeah. We, uh... Yeah, need some optimism in this room. Oh yeah, of course. And and the thing is, you know, for your sake, I hope I hope that they can keep it close. But I I just that defense, that poor defense is they're going to get gassed because they're going to they're going to have to have a Herculean effort out there to keep this game close. And then and then I I have wondered because I've I've seen it I've seen fractures. Um, there was fractures uh, that now now are coming out years later. The defense would get frost, frustrated with the Seahawks' offense at times during their runs when, when that defense was one of the most elite defense in the NFL. They would, they would say, hey, why can't you score some points? And, I mean, the Seahawks mm-hmm. at that time, I would argue, had more offensive talent certainly than the Jets do now. So well, I have to wonder –
0: it's not I don't think it's a matter of right now, it's a matter of talent at certain positions, except for quarterback. Yeah. But a lot of yeah. it has to do with coaching. It's a both hand yeah. situation.
1: Yeah. And then and then you hate to think this, but you start to wonder when that defense, when is their frustration gonna boil over? You know. I I, I wouldn't be shocked if it's
0: starting to boil over now.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh
0: but yeah. All right, moving on to our last segment, players to watch in Week 4. Dustin, you kind of alluded to it, but you can go ahead and uh, – you alluded to it in your most intriguing matchup, but
1: you know, if yeah, you
0: tell the people at home who, you, who your player to watch is in Week 4. Yeah, if you
1: were – I'll be real quick about this. If you weren't listening earlier, my player to watch, Josh Allen, because I think if the Dolphins get off to a fast start against the Bills – he has a tendency to try to do too much and i'm wondering if he's going to he's going to revert to some of that play and make some mistakes but uh as you said i've already i've already talked about it so who's the player you're looking at extra carefully in week 4 the player i'm looking at extra carefully
0: in week 4 is calvin ridley
1: ah, calvin ridley is
0: pick. it's it, and as this the it, this was my desperation city pick for game but my player to watch is calvin ridley because this is a this is a revenge game remember calvin ridley mm-hmm. was drafted by the atlanta falcons in 2019 i think and, so and yeah i want to say 2019 or 20 yeah i'll do some real-time research real-time research real-time no 2021 2021 because he was suspended he he, took, he, he uh or maybe it was 2019 yeah you do okay. the research anyway so I remember his first game in London as a member of the Falcons. He played the Jets, scorched the Jets that, that day. And that was that week that he decided, yeah, I need a mental health break. And then he was suspended for the rest of the season. He was suspended for the entire 2022 season. Uh, but then traded in uh, at the trade deadline for a couple of draft picks. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to be a part of this Jaguars offense as so it was supposed to be lights out, lights out. And yeah. the last two games, they haven't been liked out. And I want to see how he matches up against Jesse Bates because Jesse Bates, as we know, is a pretty darn elite corner in this league. And I'm, just, I'm just intrigued to see how he does, especially to see if this is a if it's going to be a bounce back game uh, for the Jaguars after after two straight losses.
1: Yeah, Calvin Ridley was drafted in.
0: 2018 ah, now. 2018 so he's yeah. still relatively he's still relatively young buck so yes you know, but yeah but that's my that's my player i'm watching this week
1: yeah so that's a, that's a great pick and as the manager of the chemical toilet i drafted calvin ridley to be my number one receiver so i will be watching him as well hey look <laughs> hey listen like look the jets may suck but i went three for three in fancy football this week but yeah, yeah there you go yeah. take the victories where you can
0: Take one for the the breeze full, easy feeling, the clavinut go goes, and the where's my belt, Bryce's Let's go, <laughs> let's go. All right, folks, we're gonna wrap things up for this edition of No Credentials Required. Thanks for watching or listening. But on social media, you can always find us right down here on Twitter, Instagram, and the scarcely used TikTok. It's at No creds, Req. facebook.com forward slash No creds, Req. YouTube Req, not cube facebook.com forward slash no creds req youtube.com forward slash at no creds req on rumble just search for no Credentials required again don't forget to hit the like button leave a comment below uh, as to who you're who what's your biggest upset in week three the biggest disappointment who's t- who you're watching week four tell us leave a comment even after the even after the show is over after the live stream is over on the podcast side subscribe on apple podcast spotify Spreaker, google play whichever whichever podcast platform you prefer rate and review five stars is preferred leave a review that way people know that this podcast exists and wonko you get the last comment of the night he says thank you guys thanks for watching wonko we appreciate yeah. you always stopping by as always and thank you for watching or listening to no credentials required where you don't need a press pass to talk sports we are presented by belly up sports in association with guys media For Dustin Henry, my name is Ron McCarthy. Thanks for joining us. And again, thank you to everyone who has subscribed on YouTube. 300 YouTube subscribers. And we're going to leave you this week with some pretty dancing. (laughs) So thanks again, folks. We'll see you next week for another episode. Well, actually, yeah, we might see you next week for another episode. Dustin's actually going to be away, unfortunately, for uh, next week. He'll be traveling. he be doing some road traveling. Oh, oh, forgot Dustin. Mm. Extra life, extra oh, life. Yes. We see that in your. Uh, we see that in your tagline. So go ahead and uh, let us know about extra life.
1: Well, thank you very much, Ryan, for that, especially since, as Ryan alluded to, I probably won't be on the show next week. Uh, Extra Life, on Saturday, November 4th, I will be, this is my sixth year doing Extra Life. The website is www.extra-life.org. It is a uh, charity that I've been supporting now for six years, and they... Um, The money goes to children that are fighting cancer and other diseases. Uh, So we use the power of video games to help raise money for sick children. I will be raising money for my local children's hospital, the Bernard and Millie Duker cancer center at Albany med, or uh, I believe, uh, sorry, it might be the children's hospital. I'm a little rusty on the old Bernard and Millie
0: Duker children's hospital, Hospital. Albany medical center.
1: Thank you very much. Um, I will be raising on November 4th. That's the official game day. Tune in on my Twitch at LDusto67. I'm going to try to go for 24 hours for more information as the event gets closer. You can follow me here on the show. Ryan's gracious enough to let me promote it on here and also follow me on Twitter or at Instagram. I will have more information on how to donate as the event gets closer for now. If you want more information, Go to www.extra-life.org. You can search for me there. It's my name, Dustin Henry. You'll find me. Donate a few shekels if you're so inclined, and I hope to see you on November fourth. Yep, and a couple things. I think
0: I believe the ta- the donations are tax deductible, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, right. they are. They
1: are a tax okay. deductible. That you can you can write them off. It's a charitable donation. And I'll make
0: sure we get the word out on the no credentials required socials as well, so people know where to donate and how to participate too. And I'll also follow you on Twitch. So well, I know you don't you don't stream that often unless you're playing Extra Life, but. Yeah, call him there. Maybe we'll get some. Maybe we'll have some practice. we'll have to do some practice sessions on. Yeah, that. I think
1: so. I I usually do a couple practice uh, streams with my buddy Chris, who will be joining me for a lot of it remotely from Virginia. Uh, but yeah, Ryan, we should we should fire up a practice stream. We'll get the we'll get some we'll get some gaming in there. <laughs> yeah, we got some Mario Brothers. I'm definitely down. Oh, oh yeah, I, mean, I could stream <laughs> Mario Brothers.
0: <laughs> All right, folks, thanks for joining us. We'll be we'll we'll be back. Uh, i'll be back next week dustin will be away but he'll be in here in spirit we'll we'll uh we'll get going with the extra life but but thank you again for everyone who has subscribed to our youtube channel uh we got a long way to we got a ways to go for 500 but we want to get there by the end of the year so tell a friend tell a family member tell an enemy <laughs> tell whoever but in the oh, meantime man. we're gonna leave you we're gonna leave you with some praise dancing so good night folks thanks for thanks for watching or listening good night everybody